0: an interesting topic. We will be going through the future of the CRM. And if somebody were to take out Salesforce, who it might be kind of alternative take. So we didn't want to talk about the HubSpots and Insightly's and Zendus of the world who are in that kind of CRM space. We wanted to go out. We wanted to talk about if there was an alternative version of the future, who might be taking over uh, the CRM spot. So, Quincy, are you ready to do this? I am. Let's go. All right. Sounds good. So, we went after, we talked, we both chose a company that we thought could potentially take over the CRM market in the next couple of years. Um, Twilio and Zoom Info were not currently in the CRM game and wanted to kind of go through the reasoning of why they might end up uh, eventually taking up the. Uh, taking the top spot in CRM and and taking Salesforce out of it so Quincy I wanted you to go first because I thought this was kind of a uh, interesting choice on your part
1: yeah so uh let's just get out of the way I'm I'm a Twilio fan uh and so I think that like in my opinion like if anybody were to come in and to be able to take down Salesforce, or if, if Salesforce somehow fell off the face of the planet, uh, I think Twilio would be, uh, the solution, right? Um, I like everything they're doing to kind of position the product, uh, as a top competitor against Salesforce. Uh, they are super open API developer focused, right? So like in a lot of organizations, um, that definitely comes into play with being able to play with internal tools, uh, and recent sort of investments that they made in like segment, uh, but then also ZipWhip uh, with regards to uh, full marketing cloud, mobile SMS, um, but then also being able to like sort of segment customers, right? Like I think that that is super crucial uh, to uh, the evolution of kind of like a CRM sort of platform and system.
0: Yeah, and that's interesting. I did not see the segment acquisition coming when that happened. But then when it happened, I was like, oh, this makes perfect sense. Like, so much overlap in those audiences. What do you think, do you think SMS is going to like, continue to, obviously, it's going to continue to expand, but do you see more people adopting it in B2B?
1: Uh, I definitely do. And especially if we look at kind of like engagement rates, like SMS is like one of the highest engaging sort of channels and not a lot of people utilize it um, because it's highly regulated uh, and it's, um, kind of challenging, and especially if you don't have like full technical capabilities for you to kind of figure out all the regulations and then make sure um, more so than email marketing um, that you are adhering to certain, certain guidances when it comes to like communication and like uh, sort of opt-in. So,
0: yeah. Do you think SMS would ever replace email as the number one channel?
1: I think... Think it could possibly but there would have to be a use case for it, right like i don't want to i don't want to get texts from like every brand like i don't want my doctor yeah I, well that could be a use case but i don't want my doctor texting me like for new product and drug offers and stuff like that so
0: yeah yeah that makes sense all right anything else on that front uh
1: i would like have to say notes
0: about uh adobe
1: yeah no that's what i was gonna say i would like to say that Um, while I do think that Twilio could take out Salesforce, like, I don't think that that's their play essentially, right? Like, because, um, quiet is kept. Twilio is underpinning a lot of technology that exists out there. And a lot of platforms are utilizing, um, just because they've built like a strong suit, um, in so many different, uh, sort of lanes with regards to segment or regards to like SMS, like a lot of companies are like, we don't even want to like waste time and trying to develop something that's competitive. We're just going to white label it. Right. So I think that they're happy playing in that space. But if I were to look at a front runner who is somebody who's like blatantly slapping, trying to slap Salesforce in the face, um, I would say that one of the big players who's like under mentioned is Adobe. Um, And that's mainly because Adobe does have a CRM component. They do have uh, a pound for pound sort of AI component that could stand up against Einstein, but they also have uh, the creative cloud that they've held like numerous years. Uh, And not only that, um they acquired a uh, workfront um which is kind of streamlining project management into it as well like if you kind of see how like people work through this uh so approval processes and through campaign management campaign launch and stuff like that so yeah i think adobe is is a good front runner.
0: yeah that project management getting built into the crm is also pretty interesting i mean we're an agency and so having a consistent experience from the sale to post-purchase is really critical. I talked about that earlier uh, in a post I posted on LinkedIn about Spool app. Um, mm-hmm. But we are seeing a lot of people start to build for that. Um, no matter if you're in manufacturing and you're trying to create that consistent experience or in consulting, I think uh, that's interesting. So I'll need to look more into that acquisition they had of Workfront. Yeah, right. for sure. Uh, So my take was Zoom Info, which is a company that uh, was started in uh, Boston. So it's been right under my nose the whole time. Um, I remember 10 years ago, I thought this company was dead in the water. And then Clearbit came into the picture. And I thought Clearbit was going to take it. And then the last three years, I'd say, our customers have consistently chosen Zoom Info over um, over Clearbit when they're looking to augment data in their CRM, uh, they are twenty six billion dollar market cap right now, and obviously a lot of their honestly a lot of their growth has come after merging with. And I'm really embarrassed; I I'm forgetting the name right now. Demand. Who did they merge with?
1: Oh, that is a really good question. I would have to look it up. Because uh, it was yeah. a recent, recent merger.
0: Yeah, so they merged with the the content syndication company. I forget. That I think was actually the purchaser in that acquisition. But they went with the ZoomInfo name uh, because I think they had a better brand. Um, but so here's some, something interesting. Since 2008, they've purchased Ringlead, which is focused on data quality. Chorus, which is focused on conversational intelligence, Incent, which is focused on conversational AI and lead routing, and EverString, which is predictive analytics. So I think, you know, we're talking about the non-traditional CRMs that could kind of, or non-traditional players that could kind of come in and disrupt the CRM industry. I think Twilio is certainly a good take. I also think, Zoom Info could be incredibly interesting here. Uh, It's a company that's consistently reinvented itself, but it has the bones of a really good CRM with all the data and intelligence that they're putting into this. A lot of their tools are built on top of the CRM. So you could easily see them kind of moving into that place. And is the CRM, in my opinion, the CRM of the future could be one where it's already populated with leads or Mm. the intent data and the user information and information about the company is already populated in that CRM without need of an integration. Um, You're getting conversational intelligence without needing to integrate. You're getting lead routing without needing to integrate. And so I think there's a lot of really powerful tools that they have if they created this like, data first CRM lay, um, layer that could disrupt the industry. Um, what I don't love about this one is obviously Salesforce is huge and they could acquire assets just like these. And I also think data governance is gonna be a pretty big challenge for Zoom Info. We've already seen GDPR sweep through Europe. Um, there are some laws coming out of California and Canada that are getting stricter on data governance. So that could be uh, a challenge. And then, you know, the other player here is LinkedIn, where it's like, okay, how are they really going to unlock the potential of all the data that they have in those platforms? But what do you think of that take?
1: So I will say that it's very interesting that I I did position Adobe as like kind of a high contender, right? But the only other person that I know that has that conversational piece, Twilio did make a play for conversational uh, sort of intelligence. And so uh, like, I think the voice thing, like, especially with like uh, voice assistants and all that stuff, like all of that stuff has... Uh, not been tapped fully yet so i think that kind of uh zoom info um, with the conversational intelligence and ai is uh definitely positioned right because now you don't have to take a point solution um like a, a call rail right and like get like that insight and stuff like that it's already native and platform uh, but then also the fact that um a conversation and recently that i had with hubspot they're getting away essentially from kind of the enrichment like outbound enrichment components of it right and so uh, where it's a loss to their product like zoom info is super strong and that ai and that that update and enrichment of relevant information for leads um especially for sales reps to call back on so i think Uh, I think that's a really interesting take, Um, but I did not know at first that they were doing the the conversational piece, which I think is gonna be crucial as we move forward.
0: Yeah, Chorus was kind of that interesting um, acquisition. And when like we're working with companies, we have a couple of companies who you and I work with where they're installing a CRM for the first time. And some of the times there we have to make the case for why a CRM is important. And I think it's a really good question. And what, you know, we in CRM, you have automation, you have workflows, you have collaboration, you have uh, forecasting and reporting. And I think the, those are the kind of keys. But another thing that when we talk with those companies, what they're looking for, some of the challenges they're having is being able to coach their sales team a mm. little bit more on what's happening in the process. So if they know that a customer is looking for X feature or they know that customer is looking for a pricing quote really early in the process, they may just be, uh, they might not be the right lead and they their sales team may be wasting time. And so conversational intelligence, like just being able to understand what's happening throughout the sales process can really bump up, what the conversion rates are because the sales manager is able to uh, get wind of it sooner, teach, and and optimize the performance of their sales team based off of that. And there's a lot of other uses for it, but that was something that had come up a couple of months ago with us that I think kind of continues to be a theme where um, that conversational intelligence can be really important.
1: Yeah. And I think even just having visibility right into like a lot of things that we operate under like the importance of a CRM is like the lack of visibility and connecting the dots. Right. Like so sales team going through motions um, and not really understanding how to either um, measure effectiveness or operate uh, in cohesion with the marketing side and marketing being like, oh, I don't know what sales is doing out there and stuff like that. So like cohesive systems is what I'm all about as a technologist.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's where Twilio does really well there because they have the CDP. So they can start to put that whole customer journey together online and offline um, from different places. And I think um, because I'm in sales these days, a lot of times I think about the post-purchase experience of like when I hand uh, clients off to you, but I think you make a great point about marketing, like just having that full cycle Uh, consistent flow from what's the messaging, what sales enabling content are we delivering the sales team, what what is the sales team delivering on, and then how that moves after the process into that project management flow or whatever the service software or um, other capabilities are that a company has to interact with the customer.
1: Well, and I think honestly, like this is like a tertiary point, but I think it's highly crucial is like having this connected information can advise the business of maybe where they need to pivot, right? So maybe we're like not offering a service that, you know, is coming up as a keyword or whatever in these sales conversations that we're having, or maybe we're pulling out these pain points in our uh, sort of positioning or even our onboarding processes and things like that. But like having, again, that full pain can cause, can influence a business um, from a, like uh, a strategy standpoint. Like, Hey, maybe we need to like do all these things or pivot and we're not positioning the product or we don't even have the right products. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. A lot of product marketers I know love Gong and Chorus yeah. <laughs> because they love to listen to those sales calls. Um, so that's critical as well hear the use cases you can start to hear the objections coming up Mm -hmm. and i think we'll continue to see the software that helps us be better continue to get built on top of those layers so that uh, the um, the companies that are doing that are more even more effective Uh, but yeah i mean it could even trigger a marketing message it could even set up automations when you're able to transcribe those conversations pull out the key pieces and Kind of relate that into the CRM, and the salespeople love it. It takes out a lot of the data entry as well, so uh, the salesperson's least <laughs> favorite part of their job is uh, is starting to go away. So that's really exciting as well. Yep, totally agree. Awesome. So, who do you think won this debate, Quincy?
1: Uh, between me and you, or is your info and Twilio? <laughs>
0: Dude, I'm always gonna, bet on, or... I'm always gonna bet on. I'm always myself.
1: What? But... I'm always gonna bet on myself, man. All I right, think, all right. Co- like, I think like, I think Kobe says like, if you're not playing to win, like, why are you playing at all? Yeah.
0: All right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We'll let we'll let the uh, we'll let the people decide. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, let us know in the comments if you have any any other uh, suggestions or thoughts on the two companies we've talked about and other players who may be kind of sneaking in to compete in the CRM space. So thank you all. Bye. Bye, y'all.